go. Yeah. Yesterday morning was crazy. I had to come to terms with the food. Not a maybe. That shit is in stone. Still the sign. She not my lover like Billie Jean, but the kid is mine. Sandy used to tell me all it takes is one time, and all it took was one time. Shit, we only met two times. Two times. And both times were nothing like the new times. Now it's rough times. I'm out here on front lines, just trying to make sure that I see him sometimes. It's breaking my spirit. Single father, I hate when I hear it. I used to challenge my parents on every album. Now I'm embarrassed to tell them I ended up as a co-parent. Always promised a family unit. I wanted it to be different because I've been through it. But this is the harsh truth now. Fairy tales are saved for the bedtime stories I tell you now. I don't want you worried about whose house you live at or who loves you more or who's not there. Who did what to who for you got here. Nah, no, nigga. Proud to let that come between me and you now. Realize I gotta think for two now. I gotta make it. I better, I better. I promise if I'm not dead, then I'm dedicated. This the first positive DNA we ever celebrated. I can't forget the looks on their faces. Got the news in Miami that now we all got ones that we raising. Tell Jello bring some my rose and a baccarat out for our cheers to the next generation. You're now listening to the Season Kings. This is Jap. This is AB. What's up, man? What's good, man? You alright? How you doing? I'm tired, bro. I'm I'm tired. I can't lie, but I'm I'm here. I'm good. I'm alive. Right. I can't complain. Same. So. Right. Same here, man. The grind must continue, man. Like DJ Khaled, man, says another one. Like, another one. <laughs> every day. Another one. <laughs> every day, man. But uh, yeah, man. Like, man, it's been what, like a week and a half um, since we came out with the last episode of Boomerang, man. And uh, I, that's probably, I would probably say that goes down as my top three favorite, man. Almost probably my favorite one. That we've done, and and I think from the reply back from certain people, man, that we was getting, is there is, is their favorite too, right? Yeah, um, I I told you I listened to it like probably by now like ten times, bro. And um, you know when I first listened to it, I'm like, man, this is actually a really good show. Before we did any of the, you know, added the music or, or anything like that, but the music mm-hmm. though, bro, that was like an yeah. excellent. An excellent choice of, of music, bro, to start that out with. Man. That's one of my favorite songs. Um, For sure, man. <laughs> For sure. Like, you know, like, we, uh, you know, it's it's no secret. We we are big J fans. And, uh, man, that's just one of those songs, man. Even when I, I remember, you know, hearing that when I was a kid and I was like, yo, this is, this is, this is it. Like, this is, mm-hmm. this is like, that's when he started to become. One of my favorite rappers, or my like the favorite rapper, like yeah. that I like to listen to. He was, he was dope, man. He, he was, was dope. That, that was that was an excellent choice, man. I have to give you that. Um, but yeah, man. Based off of uh, you know, people tell me and um, just what I think. I think that's our our best one, man. Like we just kind of literally freestyled for like thirty minutes, and it was just. Perfect, right? It was right, right. That was crazy. It was, it was good, <laughs> man. I, and I, but you know, like I think, like just in podcasting, period, man. Or people appreciate 
when things is organic, like when it just it just flows, man. I think that's what we did. I think you know you said at the end of the show, man. We got we got back to doing what we do, mm-hmm. and uh, you know it it just flowed, man. Because you know we took so much time off, and you know I remember uh, listening to a uh, if, if people you know all my people that listen to a lot of podcasts out there, you know it's um, you know one it was the brilliant idiots, and then the other one is um, Combat Jack. Rest mm-hmm. in peace. And, uh, you know, one thing, one of the number one things when I used to listen to it like a few years ago, maybe like four years ago, um, they used to always say, man, it is so hard to be consistent and continue to do these things, right? Mm. Because it's like it has to be, you know, almost got to be a love for it, right? Like an enjoyment for it. And, uh, you know, and, 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 you know, for us, we took so much time off because, you know, we got certain circumstances and life comes up, you know what I'm saying? And. You know, it was hard. Like, you know what I mean? It was hard to even record, um, you know, when we were, like, in the same place, same yeah, city. Yeah, exactly. Um, it, was, it was rough. Like, sometimes you'd be tired, right? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? <laughs> but uh, but it's like, but I think now we got a good regiment going, man. I think we got a good thing going. And so everybody, you know, please be ready to tune in and, and listen. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because we come up with the consistency. Yeah, and if coming. you haven't heard Boomerang, throw it back. And go listen to it. Like it's yeah. it's it's a real good one. Um I really enjoyed it, man. And uh I plan on doing them more frequently. Hopefully we can get more, you know, instead of doing it every two weeks, we try to get you one every week like we used to be able to do it. Um and I, I think we can make that work and line something up as far as our schedules and all that stuff. We working on that, so um, for sure and it sure. definitely happened sure. um, but yeah man shoot uh, what's going on what, what, what you been up to but not much man just you know like still you know I mean you know I feel like I'm, you know family and I are getting adjusted to everything but you know what I mean but you know some stuff you know made the, made the, uh, the headlines a few days ago you know what I mean and like you know they were talking about this and that, you know, it's been the news for the last few days, the whole Kaepernick and uh, the Nike campaign to just do it, which celebrates the 30 years for that. You know, can't yeah. believe it's been 30 years. When I was pretty much a couple of months before I was born, you know what I'm saying? Um, so that's they what... They started to just do it. For those that don't know what happened, um, you know, with Nike and, and Kaepernick, what, what exactly happened? Um, so, so they... So, so pretty much with Kaepernick, they... Pretty much made him the face of the of the thirty year campaign, uh, kind of celebrating the thirty years and like making him you know the year campaign for this just do it ad. Okay, you know okay. what I mean. So yeah. they do. I think they do one every year. Like, mm-hmm. and, um, and he made it on the thirty year and you know got an endorsement deal or something like that and and they put it on there and and what the picture read. Uh, give me a second. The picture read. Uh, one moment. Sorry for the, but the picture read that, and I quote, believe in something, even if it means sacrificing everything. And at the bottom of the picture, it says, just do it. Now, we're not blind to the fact of what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. You know, they're talking about when him taking a stance or a knee um, for the American flag anthem. Yep. Um, you know, and he's taking a knee um, because he's doing a protest. And this has been going on 
since uh, a couple of years now. Um, I want to say probably started in 2016, football season. So it's been almost like a solid year and a half, two years um, mm. that he's been doing that. And, and please don't call me on a date. Um, but this is what he's been doing, right? So he's yeah. been doing this, and he's trying to bring awareness to, um, you know, cause brutality, um, you know, innocent, you know, young minorities, black males um, in general um, that are being gunned down or killed, um, which, excuse me, um, I can name out a couple cities. Like, you know, we can't even think about our home state in Ohio, the guy that got killed in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the little boy, Therese Rice, I think that was his name. Yeah. Um, was shot. I think it was only like he was a little boy, man. Probably like no older than ten or eleven. You yeah, know? it was something really, um, really young age. He was killed um, mm-hmm. in a park. Um, the guy in Cincinnati, you know, he even though he wasn't doing the right thing, but he pretty much shot in the face. The cop shot him in his face. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, then you had, if you think of nobody, bring this guy up, um, but the guy Beaver Creek. Yeah. Um, yeah, Beaver what Creek happened in, right, in our yeah. yeah in our home city, um, which is suburban to Dayton. Um, nobody never talked about, but stuff like that and, and, and the stuff that happened in, uh, you know, like if you think of Trayvon Martin, you think of who's the guy, uh, uh, the guy that was in, in Missouri, but um, I can't think of his name right now. But yeah, yeah, his wife and daughter like, was in the back seat of the car. No, that that was in Minnesota. Yeah, Minnesota. Yeah. That was in Minnesota. The other one was with the guy got killed in the middle of the street, and they left him there for hours. Yeah. And then, um, then you have the guy uh, in New York got mm-hmm. choked out by the police. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have uh, man. I mean, I can keep going down the line and going like like I said, the guy ain't even beef because he didn't even get reported out big to CNN or anything like right, that. So, right. 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 You know, and, and that's and sh- you know, I know I wasn't about to say in short. That wasn't short. That was a couple of minutes of explaining <laughs> all of the stuff, the reason why Kaepernick is taking a stance. So, yeah. um, and it, and it ruffled a lot of, a lot of America's feathers. Yeah. Right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And so how you know, I guess you know to dive right into it, man. How do you feel about everything? Um, about the situations. Well, I I mean, first I can say is uh, you know kudos to Nike. Um, you know, for even having, having, I wouldn't say that, I mean, you can't say the courage, but, uh, you know, for even putting him, I wouldn't say out there like that. You know what I mean? Just yeah, yeah. good, good for them doing that. You know what I mean? They, uh, they, sh- they show that they're socially aware. Um, and for one, and for two, you know, uh, he, what he's standing for, you one of the biggest companies in the world, uh, especially for athletes, you know, are backing him. Um, so I right. think that was that was really really good for uh, for Nike. Um, I even read too that you know if they wouldn't have signed him, re-signed him, that it was other shoe companies like Adidas and. Um, I can't think of the other one. Uh, Reebok, I think, was one of them that was willing to sign him. Uh, so, you know, that's crazy that, you know, all of them really see that, you know, what he's doing is more than just for sports, you know what I mean, and for Nike to to celebrate what he's doing with their campaign. I thought that was um, 
it brought positivity, I believe, to what he's trying to do. Uh, right, right. You know, getting a, a name like that to back him, uh, I thought that was big. Right. Um, and honestly, about the backlash, I'm not surprised. You know what I mean? Like, considering right. there's always backlash to everything, you know, that somebody tries to do positive. Um, so, I, you know, I've been on social media and, I, you know, I've seen, uh, you know, memes about, you know, burning Nike clothes and, you know, people seen a guy light his shoes on fire with his shoes on at the same time. Did you see that? Yeah, man, them feet was terrible too afterwards, man. It looked like uh like overcooked uh dinner rolls on Thanksgiving. Like yeah, is bad. Like that just this dude was an idiot. But go ahead, my bad. I was just saying I was like really? Like it's really that serious that you know what they're trying to do is causing this much drama, man. Like um it's just ignorance to me as far as people being negative about it. So um I don't know, it's right, just right. I I'm not surprised, you know what I mean? But I, I'm more so happy for Nike and I'm happy for Kaepernick. Uh you know, getting his point across and being able to like I said earlier, to get a a company like that to have his back, man. That's it shows you that you know, not all of America, like these big companies that's, um, you know, try to stay out of those social issues that, you know, it shows you in America that we still have some good, some good companies, man. For sure, man. And, you know, like, you know, I I said mad kudos to, uh, to Nike, um, but I think Nike also knew too as well, like, you know, this is a, a strong business move for them too as well. Right? Oh yeah, like everything you know, they know money. what sells. Yeah. yeah, they know what sells. Like you know what I mean. So <clears> they're <throat> not they're not blind to the fact that you know what I'm saying. Like this is you know it was a good move for them, and it's also I mean it's kind of helped both sides. But it's good to have them behind him. Yeah, um, a lot of people is not gonna make those type of moves and be like like yo like. You know, if they're not messing with that, right? Mm-hmm. And Nike's have a Nike have a history of kind of backing their players, like you know what I'm saying, or people that you know are associated with them. You know, they back Kobe Bryant. Like a lot of people, people don't remember. A lot of people draw Kobe man after that incident when you know, like the whole mm-hmm. like when the lady pressed the rape charge against yeah, him. Yeah, Adidas dropped Nike. Um, yeah, Sprite Nike. did. I think Sprite. A lot of people. Um, that he had a endorsement with, but Nike was the only one was like open arms, baby, come on, like yeah. you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, you know, but you know, I look at the situation, and you know what shocks me about everything is just the people's reaction. Um, mm-hmm. And like we people take like people look at the situation and just say, you know, especially not being I uh, you know people that are not minorities, right. Um, they look at this and they say, you know, they try to bring up so many other reasons why to n- not support the cause, right? Mm-hmm. Or and, and, and I'm not even saying that they need to support the cause. I guess what I'm saying is is that, you know, at least try to understand the cause. Mm-hmm. You don't got to support it. Just try to understand it. And the stuff that people bring up, man, I think 
it really show you the times that we are in America. Um, and, and and I know this guy always sometimes, like, when we talk about this, it probably gets a little, like, cringing a little bit or maybe, like, man, why we got to talk? But it, it has to have a conversation about it, right? Mm. Like, we need to. Um, you know, and I think, man, like I said, it's been, like, a year and a half, two years. Now, I will say this. I think Kaepernick, even though he sacrificed a lot, I think he's also getting his point across because people starting to talk. Right. You know what I mean? And yeah. and we said this, you know, off air. Um, we talked about like, you know, um I forgot what they called that meeting, but it was that meeting in Cleveland where it was like James Brown and I mean I don't oh. say James Brown, Jim Brown. My bad, Jim Brown and Kareem Abdul Jabbar mm-hmm. and Muhammad Ali and and uh, I think Bill Bill Russell was a part of that or something like. But they all met up and, and you know it was for like you know civil rights type of thing and yeah. and you know and Kaepernick would go down as being a part of that class. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, it takes an individual that's risk that's wanting to uh, to risk it all. And and what what gets me upset because they try to paint Kaepernick of like he wasn't getting playing time. Right. And this, this is the reason why he did this. And it's like anybody in their right mind is like, they're not going to, because I'm getting playing time, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to really put myself out the limb and get attention. Like they, people really think he did it for attention. Mm. And, and it's not. And what's sad about this whole situation is that people is highlighting the wrong things instead of really looking at like, hey, man, what, what, what is the real issue? You know, I seen something yesterday, and I, and I let you go, man, my bad. Not like, good, but I seen... I seen like a senator. Or he was like going running for mayor in Texas or something like that. And I seen a video and he, and and a guy kind of asked him, kind of thinking that he knew what the guy was going to say. And this, and the guy was kind of like, hey, you know, he went and you know he started. He pretty much made sure that what the guy was asking him. So he kind of reiterated the question, so he can understand what the guy was asking. And the guy was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it was what he was, you know. And so the mayor, oh, the guy running for mayor. He was he went through everything in terms of like the whole Martin Luther King and then marching from Selma and you know in Alabama and whatnot and the whole Rosa Parks and I think he even mentioned like Malcolm X and just other people that were civil rights leaders and stuff like that. And he was like, You can't get more American than that. Mm. They always protest in peace. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they always protest in peace. And he was like that is what Kaepernick, that's what he what he's doing. That's why we fight. That's why we got the freedom we have to be able to protest and to be able to say, hey, there's mm. something not right going on. I need other people to pay attention to this. And, the, and he even said people like me to pay attention to the issues because he was like, there's minorities at a high rate being murdered yeah. by people that should be protecting them, right? Yeah. And uh, you know what I mean? Like it's just, it's, 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 you know, I, I don't know. It just it's interesting to me, man, to kind of see people feel totally different than that, and and I feel like it's a disconnect. It's a totally disconnect. It's, it's a disconnection between a lot of people in America, and yeah. and, and I don't know if it can recover, man. Mm-hmm. But yeah, my bad. I went on a rant. Nah, you could. Like I like I normally do. My bad, man. Nah, you straight, <laughs> man. You straight. Um. I mean, I definitely agree that, uh, you know, he's going to go down as, um, you know, one of, like, 
the Muhammad Ali's or I mean I think Muhammad Ali was like the greatest boxer ever. I mean, you know, that's a whole different considering who they are, you know what I mean? But what he's done uh for you know, this generation, you know, that he lives in, um, you know, the time and day that we live in, uh, he's definitely going to be remembered and go down as one of those civil rights people that, you know, risk it all. Uh, I don't want to say lost it all because I'm sure he's well taken care of, but, um, right. you know, his purpose behind doing it and everything, he's definitely going to uh, be talked about, you know, for years, I believe, you know, um, and just how he's affected the sport, you know, and the fans and um, just everything that, you know, whose eyes he opened up. And I think, like you said, it's right. it's great to see um, – what word am I looking for? It's just great to see Nike doing that and um, how – He's his point is being proven. I think that's what I was wanting to say. Um, his point is definitely being proven, you know, uh, and it's backing him up. They're backing him up. So, uh, right. I'm happy for him, man. I'm happy for him. Yeah, man. It's and and it's a good thing, man. Like, you know what I mean? Like because I mean that's that's happened to top notch big dog behind you, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, and I get I get it too. too. I get it too. Like. Everything is about money at the end of the day. I mean, Nike is a company, and companies are there to do one thing, right, and it's to make money. Um, And if you look at it, the minorities are probably what make them the most money, you know, honestly. You know, that's exactly what I was about to say, too, because it's funny, man, because, like, you know, the people that is against this whole thing, they're like, Nike's stock is going to drop. And I literally wanted to laugh and be like, are you kidding me? Right. Like, it it is said to be proven that, for one, minorities in America is the number one consumer. Almost, almost, it's a high percentage of products mm-hmm. that we are the number one consumers. Then when they said that Nike was gonna drop his stock, I'm like, do you realize Nike is bigger than America? <laughs> like Nike is in Italy, Germany, China. everywhere, and China, they, China, China, like right. <laughs> <laughs> and they, excuse my friends, they don't give a damn about what goes on in America. Right. Like you know what I'm saying? So right. you think they're gonna support your cause? Yeah, go ahead, burn your Nike shoes and all that. It's not gonna do anything. Like right? you know what I'm saying? And it's like. And I I wasn't even speaking from that angle. I was just saying, you look at Michael Jordan, you know, LeBron, all these athletes that they have signed to them. All right, let's let's, let's do this. You ready? Yeah. So let's just look at sports. What are the three major sports in America? NFL, baseball, and basketball, right? Exactly. So, who dominates the top two sports? Pretty much. Not, uh, well, yeah, top two sports. NFL and, and the NBA, mm-hmm. pretty much in America. That's like people don't really watch baseball like that. Like, let's be honest. Like, right. nobody, right. nobody is going out copping baseball jerseys. You know what I'm saying? And, like, I mean, don't get me wrong, you got people that are really into it. Baseball is a great sport. I'm not saying it's not. Mm-hmm. But it's not the names top. And right. bigger players. Yeah. Right. Like, like, some, like, 
you know, some of the players they mentioned in baseball, like, I don't know that dude. Like, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And it's not saying that, but it's a lot of people. More people are into the NFL and then NBA. So that is probably your highest selling product. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. shoes is the NBA. As far as probably jerseys, it's probably going to be the NFL. Maybe in jerseys. I'm not too sure because I, I I mean, I'm sure we in the NBA, there are probably more NBA players like LeBron, Curry, and stuff like that. I'm bigger jerseys. Right, right, right. As right. a collective. Because you got a lot of Steeler fans, you got a lot of, you know, whatever the case may be. And so for them, for people to say, like, Nike's going to drop his stock, I think it was, like, down to 3% today, which is normal. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, like, you think people, you think the stock is going to drop, like, like that to where Nike's like, we made a mistake. Like, Nike know what they doing, man. Yeah, like, and, and, and that's what's, like, crazy, man. Like, like, that brings me to my next point of, like, you know, man, my my cousin, man, my, well, he's not my cousin, my uncle, my uncle, uh, my uncle Floyd, man, he put up a funny post today. He was like, "Oh yeah, I'm waiting for Ford to back Kaepernick up so I can see all these F one fifties burn." I couldn't stop laughing. I was like, "Yo, that was some clever. That was some clever <laughs> stuff right there." <laughs> wow, because you know that ain't happening, bro. Right. But like, but just generally speaking, like, I just thought that was kind of funny. But um, but yeah, man, like it's like the stuff that people like. I don't know, man, and it's but they they looking at it from an angle like um, you know, people just pointing out like like so I seen somebody. I ain't gonna say her name, but you know, she put up something on Facebook and it was for something about this whole Kaepernick thing. And they was the woman was talking about how her um, husband was killed in in Afghanistan or something like that. You know, a few mm-hmm. years ago, mm-hmm. and she was saying, "What kind of sacrifice is Kaepernick making?" And and you know, my you know, pretty much saying like her husband made a sacrifice because, you know, he, he had to leave his family and he had to do all this. And, you know, he's sacrificing his life for his country and <clears throat> he's sacrificing, you know, pretty much looking at Nike. And we're pretty much at the end, like, Nike, you're pretty much spitting in our faces because mm. there's people that make real sacrifices. I mean, she's like, this man still has probably millions of dollars or whatever the case may be, right? Mm. <clears throat> Excuse me. Mm. And so my 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 idea to that was like, okay, like everybody has different sacrifices, right? Right. Your sacrifice may be different than my sacrifice. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And you know, you know, for a husband, man, like you know, thank you for serving and, and doing whatever the case may be. But that's the reason why he died, right? Yeah. Was so that people in America continue to be Americans. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's two two things to that. My bad, no. I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I go mean ahead. two go things ahead. to it. Nike is sports, so of course they're gonna have a sports figure, right, to represent, right. you know, something like you know, you know what I mean. Like it's Nike. They're not mm-hmm. spitting in nobody's face. He's standing for something, or you know protesting for something positive and using the rights that your husband sacrificed himself for us to have. You know what I mean? Like, it's no... Exactly. It's no slap in the face. That's... I don't know. Go ahead. My bad. Go ahead. And, <laughs> no, no, you good. And then, you know, because I'm like, well, 
in, in my eyes, he did sacrifice. His, his sacrifice was just different. Yeah. You know, you know I've, I've told you this before. I was like, everybody grinds the same. It's just a different situation. Your grind is different than my grind, but we're all grinding for the same thing, to provide for a family. Mm-hmm. It may be you may grind in a different profession. I may grind in this. Or, like, let's say even a spouse at home that stay at home, and she may grind and taking care of the kids, and you're grinding to take care of the whole family. Like, you know what I'm saying, as far as providing food on the table and stuff like that. It's different grinds. And mm-hmm. it's like, your husband grind, and his purpose was different than what Kaepernick's purpose is. Yeah. Like, he sacrificed him playing a sport that he absolutely loved. Maybe your husband absolutely loved being a part of the military mm-hmm. and protecting the country. Kaepernick loved was playing sports. And I hate when people try to make it seem like Playing a sport is it's nothing. Like it's 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 it has no value. It has no nothing. Because I tell you one thing, me playing like even collegiate ball has done a lot for me and just in my life, like in general. It taught me how to be like almost playing sports, and people don't take this in the wrong way. Almost playing sports is almost like the military in a sense. Not in the same, not not for the missions that are carried out, or the mission of being in either a sport or the military, it's nowhere near the same. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But it taught me values in terms of holding yourself accountable, getting better, like, you know what I'm saying, strategy. Um, it taught me how to uh, prioritize things, like, you know what I'm saying, especially going to college and stuff. And it's almost kind of like the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so people try to say a sport is undervalued, playing sport is not. Like, I want my kids. I would tell anybody, kids, play some type of sport or get in band or get whatever you can because you're learning a lot. You're, you're learning social skills. And mm-hmm. it's a lot of things, Discipline. man. Yeah. Right. And, and people try to dog. Like, they try to make people playing sports like they shouldn't speak up. But, man, like I said on the last episode, there's a lot of people that are very intelligent that play sports. Sports is hard. Yeah. Like, it's a hard thing to do. Like, it's, you know what I'm saying? I think r- real simple to me is that's your career. Like, that's something that you choose, I mean, at the end of the day, to make money doing, right? Whatever it is you're devoting your life to do to, you know, provide for yourself, to provide for your family. Um, I mean, and that's no knock to, you know, that being the only reason why people go to, you know, the armed services or whatever, um, but it's it's your choice at the end of the day, though. So Kaepernick chose this career path for him. You know, he dedicated his life, his body, um, you know, everything to a sport, which is perfectly fine, like you explained. And somebody that maybe had a father that was in the service, you know, and he looked up to his dad, like, hey, I'm going to do the same thing my dad did. And, you know, you're that whoever instilled that, um, you know, whatever that is into them to want to go to the, to that, you know what I mean? So it's different. It's different for everybody and what they choose. Um, which I think segues perfectly into, you know, their purpose, you know, like, that's right. their purpose. And yeah, like my bad, go ahead. I'm just saying and that's life. Like everybody has a purpose. Like everybody. I don't care who you are. You can be 
the water meter reader that I talked about on the last episode. Like you, right. everybody has a purpose, man. Every person, and I think Kaepernick, like you said, I think he found his purpose. Like it might not just be to throw a football; it might be to open people's eyes and to show America and the world that minorities in America we struggle. Like we struggle with police. You know, they they kill us for no reason. Like. And that's all he's right, trying to do. Right. That's all he's trying to do, man. And, I mean, we're going to, I think, definitely talk more about purpose, but it's, I feel like that's Kaepernick's purpose, man. And it's no knock to anybody else's purpose, you know? Yeah, and, and, and you know, like, you know, I, and I guess I'll touch on this, like, just even one more time. Um, you know, so, like, Anybody, anybody in a, anybody in America or any other country, they can. Any, so pretty much the military and people, they are servant leaders. They are. Mm-hmm. They're putting their life on the line. They're up in the forefront. And they're leaders. They're servant leaders. Anybody outside of that can be a servant leader. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So like anybody can be in a store and then something happens. God forbid. But you know maybe somebody. They, they 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 lose it and they like hey I want to shoot don't play but and, and one person can jump in front of a bullet that person is a servant leader like he can do something to protect his community and and be a leader of his community right and it's like that is essentially what Kaepernick is doing he's being a servant leader I don't care what anybody say like he's being somebody that's like yo let me step up because I have a strong voice like me doing that like let's say. If I was at a football game and I tried to kneel down doing the game, nobody would care mm-hmm. because my voice is not that strong. Right. But him doing it, it's like it gets everybody's attention, and it's not. It's not like that. He's like people was like, "Well, it's just my Sundays, and I want it." It's like, yo, so what? That man is a grown man. You cannot tell him that hey, it's Sunday and it's football. I want you to play football. <laughs> right. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna play football, but I'm a grown man. I could do whatever I want. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And All that's right. what it comes down to. You know, Santa Sharp said it, you know, on his show is that, like, sometimes people feel like they are above other people mm-hmm. because that's been brainwashing their mind. So, like, you think, like, hey, you play a sport and I pay money for you to do that. Yes, a lot of people pay money for you to do your job. Are you going to do something that they t- that they they may be like, hey, you, like, this is your job. I want you to go out there and do something illegal. And be like, no, because I have a choice. Yeah, you pay me, but I lose my job, whatever the case might be. But this is not right. I'm standing up for that. Mm-hmm. I'm standing up against it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's essentially the same thing. And then, like talking about purpose, I guess to jump really and in, dive into that. So, like that is Kaepernick's purpose. And you know, something I was thinking of about this week. One of the hardest things in life, and and at least for me, speaking for me, and and, and you could chime in on this, is finding. Your purpose, finding what you're supposed to do and what's your niche and what clicks for you. Mm-hmm. That's a really hard thing, man. Um, that's really hard to do in life. And then it's like, I think Kaepernick find, found that. I think LeBron James has found that. I think LeBron realized, like, hey, man, I play basketball, but I can make a bigger impact than basketball. Mm-hmm. More than you know basketball, yeah. Like, I even think Michael Jordan could have been that guy. Oh yeah, but he didn't want to. T- he didn't want to take on that responsibility. Mm-hmm. Do you? I, th- I think Michael. Do you go ahead, know how? I mean, I'm not knocking Mike though. Like you know, I like Michael Jordan. Um, I think he's 
the best, you know, obviously, but um Yo. he, you know, imagine how how much power he had, man. And you know, if he would have used that just a little bit on social issues, you know, like how big of a difference, you know, his opinion would have made um to America. Like yeah, LeBron James is big, but a lot of people hate him for some reason. But nobody hated Mike. I mean, maybe somebody Even from Detroit. Even when you hate him, you love him. Yeah. You hate to love him. Right. Yeah, that's what it was. You hate to love him. You hate it. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, that's my only, I don't want to say knock or anything, but I, I, I didn't mean to cut you off on it, but imagine that, man. Like, imagine. Just... You know, Michael Jordan, LeBron, so what LeBron is doing now is essentially what Michael Jordan probably should have done. So we're like 15 years behind mm-hmm. in the game. You know what I'm saying? Because LeBron didn't really become that guy until probably when he moved to Cleveland. Well, no, I'm going to say his last year or two in Miami. That's when he started to really speak up about so, you know social yeah. issues. Yeah. So I'm going to say we were probably, because Michael Jordan entered his career in 2002, and that was about 2000. So he was 10 years behind. I would say he was 10 to 10 to 12 years behind yeah. where Michael Jordan should have took that torch. Because, man, I'm going to be honest, as a kid, man, and people can correct me if I'm wrong, and I, there wasn't, like, before Michael Jordan, they, the NBA was probably viewed like how basketball is today. I mean, I'm not, I mean, I'm sorry. The NBA is viewed as how the baseball is today oh, okay. in the community. It wasn't that big. Like, like you know what I'm saying? Time. At least. Like a pastime yeah, yeah. sport. It, yeah, like it wasn't something like, you know, I mean, Magic and Bird was kind of starting that fire. And then when they career started to go down, like basketball was like, well, where, where is it going to go from here? Mm. But it wasn't something where like as impactful <laughs> and culturally impactful as it was when Michael Jordan became Michael Jordan. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And like, I mean, he had. Like, he was diversifying the culture, in a sense. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, people wasn't paying attention to the sport. Like So, like, if he would have took on that notion of, like, yo, I'm going to speak out about stuff like this. I'm going to speak about, about neighborhoods. and like, Because he was in Chicago when Chicago was probably, like, yeah. in ruins. I right? mean, ain't he, like, considered the number one sports figure of all time? Of all time. Of all, yes, of all time, yep. I mean, imagine the greatest that, athlete of all time. Yeah, imagine that power, man. Like, and, and 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 I think what LeBron did because Kobe, Kobe didn't touch on stuff like that at all. He still doesn't, right? And because I think I think in a sense, Kobe and Mike wants to be loved. They don't want to be the villain. And I'm not talking about basketball. They don't care if they're the villain in basketball, but just outside of that. Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I think it matters to them, their image. Mm-hmm. I think LeBron is like, hey, listen. And I, and, and also, I think LeBron waited until the right time where he kind of solidified his, like, he solidified his legacy. And I think that's when he was like, hey, look, it doesn't even matter what happened to me at this point. I made enough money. I'm who I am. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And he strategically did it right. I think Kobe and them was just like, you know, they 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 maybe like, hey, I'm gonna stay out of that, and maybe they didn't have the personality for that. You never mm-hmm. know. But just imagine how impactful that that would have yeah. been in Michael Jordan. But um, I mean, in his defense, though, I have to I have to say, 
Mm-hmm. Times are different. I mean, that's the only thing that's cut and dry, like, is the internet, right? Um, and, you know, being able to connect with people socially, um, mm-hmm. it's a lot easier to access people as compared to, to back then. But it wouldn't stop. If Mike was like, hey, I want to do a press conference. The, but the, my, <laughs> my, but you know, my only argument to that for what you said is like, then why Michael Jordan come up with a prison? You get what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you know uh, what I'm yeah. saying? Like social I media, laugh, social media. Nah, nah, you get what I'm saying? <laughs> like social media, not, it's like he came, uh, he funded prison, and like, and I think, I think Michael Jordan, man, like he. Like even the whole thing, like do you know how, do you know what would have happened? You know how Trump went after LeBron, yeah. And then they asked Michael Jordan, and Michael Jordan was just he, he, he like he gave an answer, but he, he really didn't give an answer. Mm-hmm. He was just kind of like, oh yeah, you know, uh, uh, you know, I'm full of LeBron, like you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't like I mean, let me tell you something. Like I feel like you know he he doesn't speak on it as hard. Mm-hmm. Like I give Steve Kerr like kudos because Steve Kerr be going at um no, at uh, Trump's neck. Both of them, Coach Pop, and I'm, and I and I just think that Michael Jordan has friends in high places, and he's just like I don't want to damage that, like you know what I'm saying. <laughs> and, and, and sometimes, like um, Sinbad, like I was talking about Sinbad, Sinbad the comedian, people familiar, like Sinbad was like, you know, some people, you know, greatness choose them. They didn't choose greatness, mm-hmm. like they didn't choose to be like Ali didn't choose to be. That figure, it's like he became that. Mm-hmm. Same thing with LeBron, he became this person. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, same thing with Kaepernick, he became, he probably didn't chew, he didn't probably think, like, man, one day I'm gonna be this guy. Like, it just, man, it just he, fell on his lap. He probably didn't think a year and a half, however long it's been, that it would be this big of a deal. You know what I mean? Like, right. Exactly. He, I'm sure he didn't think it would just blow up like that. And it's, I can't say in his face, but. Just the the backlash and you know and the the positivity coming from it, you know what I mean? Like he just decided to kneel, like. <laughs> and it, and it's all their purpose, though. Like you know what I'm saying? Like you know, and and like I say, like I and I really want to get from this, not from a uh, uh, um, a sports figure standpoint, but from a, just a normal life, man. It's so hard to find your purpose. Like you may work a job and you're like, man. Like, am I supposed to be this person? And, like, you'll have this burning desire inside of you to be like, yo, I think I'm supposed to be doing something else. Mm-hmm. You know? And I think I said it before we even started recording. Like, you know, there's three things. You, you can find your purpose when you're at a young age. You're very lucky. Mm-hmm. And you get it. You're like, this is what I'm supposed to do, and I'm sticking with this no matter what. And you become successful. You can find it when you're middle age, like your 30s and your 40s, and you find it. Mm. And then sometimes you never find it. Mm. And that's the worst thing. That's the hardest part of life because you might not ever find your purpose. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's like just uh, the biggest fear of one of mine, you know what I mean? It's just, and it's, it's, I think to me it's not living with what ifs. You know what I mean? Like, that's my biggest thing. Like, I don't want right. to say what if. Like, what if I was supposed to do this? What if I was supposed to do that? Or, you know what I mean? Be here and um, and not finding, finding that purpose. You know what I mean? And 
to me, honestly, I feel like I'm in the search still. I mean, honestly, just coming from from me, um, man, I'm, I'm I'm right there with you. <laughs> <laughs> just being honest with everybody, man. Like, yeah, I'm doing good. You know, I'm not complaining. Um, you know, I'm very blessed. Uh, I believe I am, um, and I try to. You know, I want to say the people that I have around me are very blessed. You know what I mean? Um, and I try to keep that around me, you know, have that circle. Uh, you know, one thing I always say to my friends, you know, my best friends, I always say, you know, a circle of success, man. Like, you know, if I'm doing good, I want everybody around me to do good. Um, but do I still feel like, you know, maybe it's something else I want to do with my time or is this really my purpose? Um, and I don't, I don't think I found it yet. <laughs> nah, man. You know man, I mean? look, I'm... This nah, be like, start I, up, man. Listen, I understand you a thousand percent, man, because, you know, because what, we, what we're doing now is just to make money and to provide for a family and, and, and things like that. But man, I like what I do. A, you know, I, I like it. I don't want to say I don't. You know right, what I mean? Right, right, but, right. Right. Mm, I don't know. Go ahead, my bad. No, no, I'm right there with you. Like I, I don't have a like I put like this, like like at least for me, there's a difference for me to be like, you know, do I enjoy what I do or do I don't have a problem of what I do? You know what I'm saying? Like one of my favorite lines from Jay Z: "I'm trying to live enormous and not dormant." You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like I'm, I'm gonna feel like at least for myself, like I'm building, like I'm, I'm getting better, like. Like, I got this, like, passion for this. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And me being honest with myself, I don't I, I don't know if 100% if I have a passion for it. Yeah. Like, I don't go to sleep thinking, like, man, how can I get better with that? Like, oh, man, what can I do to improve on that? Like, you think of that just because you're a good person and you, like... You want to do you, good. You're a hard worker. Yeah. Yeah, you want to do good. But is it something like, man, I want to invest my whole entire life in this? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, are we asking ourselves that question each and every day? Like, man, I want to invest my life in this. How can I invest in this to be better and to make myself a better person? Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And it's not downplaying the job that I do. Like, I like the job that I do, too. Like, you know what I'm saying? I work with people. I have a passion for people and mm -hmm. working with people. Mm -hmm. But it's like, is it something that, like, is it leaving a legacy for my kid mm -hmm. to be like, man, my dad was a great person and that's what he did. And... I want to be like that. Like, right, you know what I'm right, saying? Right. And not saying that he wants to be like me, but he wants to take the man, like the mantle or the flame and and and, and take it to new heights. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? And not everybody's gonna be afforded to have that, uh, just because that's just the way life is. But you get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, like the purpose of like fulfilling something, like, you know what yeah. I'm saying? That Your you path. wake up every yeah, like you wake up every single day and you like, man, I'm ready to go after it again. Like, you know what I'm saying? And I remember my coach in college, uh, Coach Ritter, um, he used to say things like that, like passion, be so passionate. And and it's resonating to me now as a grown man and I'm working and stuff. It's like, man, what is my passion? Like I wish, and I'll never forget this, man. We was in a national tournament and we was getting ready for the game. Like, you know, it was like pretty much like an NCAA tournament. Mm -hmm. And we was getting ready for the game. And he literally looked at everybody. He was like, look, 
I'm not trying to be no a-hole, but I feel sorry for everybody in this room because I absolutely love what I do every single day. And you can see it in his face. Mm. And I was like, man, that dude loved this. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, like, he wasn't jiving. He wasn't BSing us. Like, he, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, man, I want that same feeling. Like, I, of course, you're going to, everything is a job at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. But when you have something that you're just passionate about, it'll just push over the BS. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? If you feeling like that. And uh, yeah. I don't know it's, inter- it's, a, it's This is an interesting topic to me, man. I can go like on like a million, mm-hmm. a million rants. I told you, <laughs> uh, you know, prior to the show, uh, you know, purpose and you know, passion, like finding your passion and um, just your uh, your path. You know, um, that was like on my mind for like three days, three or four days straight, man. I, I kept hearing it everywhere. Like, you know, mm-hmm. if you can quit your job right now, what would you do? Um, yep. You know, what is your purpose? Uh, you doing a job that you don't like, you hate doing it. Why are you doing it? You know, can you find or do you know what you like to do? Like, do you know your purpose? Do you know it? And can you be okay with doing that for the rest of your life, you know, considering your situation. So, um, you know, we said it on the last episode, uh, you know, we kind of touched on it um, off of uh, the movie The Bronx Tale. I I said it before, you know, there's nothing worse in life than than wasted talent. And talent, purpose, like all that stuff goes together, you know. And um, so... I think a good quote to help people, uh, you know, it's about criticism, actually. Um, Yep. You know, success is about taking criticism and doing something about it, whether it's right or wrong. Um, That's a little quote. I actually wrote it down one day, just popped in my head. Um, You know, criticism is, is a part of, you know, a main reason why I think people don't find their purposes because we live in America and people like to criticize. You know, I think that's just like a human trait. You know, it's criticism. You know, and then that that no. puts fear in people. You know, well, maybe I'm not good at this or uh, well, maybe I should do something else. Um, and at the end of the day, like the quote says, you're doing something about it, whether that be right or wrong. If you take that criticism and use it the wrong way and don't do what you're supposed to do, you won't find your purpose. You know, does that make sense? No, that makes a lot of sense, man. You know, um, so if you take that criticism and let that be your fuel or let that be your uh, motivation, uh, you know, you're using that criticism in a right way. And you can apply that to anything you do in life. You know what I mean? Like, that's yep. that's big to me, you know, taking criticism um, and using that to, to better yourself, man. I mean, it's nothing better than constructive criticism, in my, in my opinion. Um, you know, that, right. that forces us to want to do better, at least me. You know what I mean? So... Um, and that's one thing I no. pray for. Like, I pray for my right. purpose and my, uh, you know, I, you know, that's something I ask for. I, you know, help me find my purpose. Is this what I'm supposed to do? You know what I mean? And um, I think everybody should, you know, just 
take a look in the mirror, you know, and and really ask yourself, you know, like, what's my purpose? And if you know it, good. If you don't, invest that time and, and figure out what it is. Sure. Man, another thing, too, man, is that, uh, like, sometimes, too, we we get a misunderstanding of purpose with money. Mm-hmm. You know, my purpose has to deal with something with money, and, and, and sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's helping at the local Boys and Girls Club. You'll probably find, like, man, I got a passion that's just with kids. Or I got a, pass, a passion with disability, like people with disabilities and, and things of that nature. But it's up to us to find that, that purpose, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Um, you know, we try to associate with purpose of making a lot of money, and that's what's going to make us happy. You know, man, I remember, uh, you know, um, you know, college when I went down to school in Florida, it's a guy, Professor Ledgerwood, man. I, I never, I would never forget that this man said this to me. We and him were just chatting after class, and, uh, you know, this guy, he was from the U.K., he's from London, and, like, and so, you know, that was an interesting dynamic between me and him anyways, because it was just kind of like, here I am <laughs> as an African-American kid, this guy's from London. Not saying there's anything weird with that, it's not at all, but it was just like, mm-hmm. you know, me and him kind of had a good relationship, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he had talked to me about, like, games and stuff like that, but he, uh, but he was a big soccer fan, but he would. Uh, he was talking to me one day, and he literally looked. You know, we were just talking about just you know what I wanted to do after school and, and stuff like that. And and he literally said and told me, looked me straight in my eyes, and was like, "Let me tell you something, man. You can make a hundred thousand dollars a year, six figures." And he was like, "If you do not like your job and you don't have a passion for it, and you..." You hate getting up, going to work, and every day it just it, it dreads you to go to work. He's like, I guarantee you that you would take a job making half of that, and it makes you the happiest man on earth. Mm-hmm. He's like, I guarantee. He's like, I guarantee you. And I stand here today and say that man was absolutely correct. Mm-hmm. And what he essentially was telling me his message at the end was, it's not about money, man. Happiness and having a purpose in life doesn't depend on money. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And when you and he literally was telling me, when you understand that, that is when you will be successful. And I was like, you know, at the time I was like, yeah, yeah, I hear you. But now I'm like, damn. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. and this man, like, he dropped some some ebonic knowledge. I'm going to talk <laughs> knowledge on me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that man dropped some serious knowledge on me, man. And that I'm like, deep. yo, that's deep. Mm-hmm. It's deep. Like, mm-hmm. it's deep. Because he was like, and that's when you would be successful, and that's when things would come to you. Yeah. When you get that, one day when you get that, and I don't think I've got it yet, right. but I understand right. it, but I haven't got it yet. Mm-hmm. But one day, like, I would get that. And, uh, you know what I'm saying? And, that, and that's like, you know, even now, you know, I tell my wife all the time, like, man, that, I think about that all the time. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's a deep. Man, that's a deep, just, that's a deep Happiness kind. is not money. Yep. It's a happiness is a fulfillment within self. Like you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yep. One I one Jay Z line. What you say? <laughs> <laughs> what you say? I think I had too much wine, man. Uh, but, <laughs> nah, I'm playing. I'm playing. Um, but and one Jay Z line that always stuck in my head. Uh, you know about this is my family. You know what I mean? My son is mm-hmm. on that uh, new day. 
And he said it took him yep. 26 years to find his path. My only job is to cut that time in half. Like, mm. that always stuck with me, like, as far as, you know, I knew back then, you know, this was before my son was even thought of, um, mm-hmm. you know, that I would have a, a boy. Like, whenever I had a kid, I would have a son. And I'm like, man, you know, I even back then I was just struggling with, you know, what's my purpose or, you know, I, yeah. I think I just always want to do better anyways. But, um, you know, I'm like, when I have a son, my number one job is going to be exactly that, you know, help him figure out whatever his purpose is, you know, even if whatever, it is, you know what I mean? Like, even if it's being a freaking zoologist, like he loves animals right now, but you know, it's, I feel like that's my, one yep. of my number one jobs as being a father is yep. to help my son figure out his purpose in life. And, um, and being that support for him. Uh, and I think that happens a lot to people, too, as far as um, just side noise, you know, distractions in life um, to stop them from finding finding that path. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I love my son to death, so that's going to be, like, my number one thing, you know, as, as I raise him is to... Uh, you know, help him find that and do whatever I can to encourage it. You know what I mean? Um, right. And like I said, a circle of success, man. Like, I want that for my son as well. Uh, you know, I want that for you. I want that for your kids, uh, for your wife. You know what I mean? Like, everybody I, I associate myself with, um, and you know, whatever that success is, you know, that don't have to be money. That can be whatever, you know. Um as long as everybody is good, man, like that's how I feel. Um, right. And I, I want that more than anything. You know, I feel like that could be a purpose for me, you know, is motivating people. You know, I, I think that's something that we want to do on this podcast is, you know, is to be a motivation for people um, to do better in life, um, to find their purpose, to. Uh, stay connected socially. Um, you know, as far as you know, what's going on in the world, uh, and to make people think about just everything. You know, everything in life. Right. Um, so I think you know us doing this podcast. I think this is helping both me and you, uh, maybe with one of our purposes. Um, so. For sure, man. I, I, you know, I can agree with you 110 percent. Because I feel the same for you, man. I want you to be successful, and you, you know, we've had this conversation before. Like, I was like, you know, uh, you know, one thing I can tell, you know, one of my lessons, life lessons to my kids, you know, is is one day, you know, when they're trying to seek happiness, it's like, you know, in in, in seeking purpose, it's not doing what everybody dictates you to do mm-hmm. and make you feel like you're a part of society is what you do to be genuinely happy within yourself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You got one life to live. And if you want to be a dancer, dang it, go be the best dancer you could be. If you got a, gen- a general passion for it, yep. you know, go do that. You know, I, you know, and, and, and I guess, you know, I, 
you know, I say this, and then maybe we can, you know, jump into the, uh, you know, positive seasoning. But, you know, one guy I think of is uh, is um, Peso uh, PV. Mm-hmm. You know, I was I was watching. Excuse me, I was watching something that he did. Um, he did a podcast with somebody recently. Yeah. And he said something on there, and he was like, you know, and which was a good interview. I don't know the guy he he did it with, but was you know, it, it was a good um, interview. Killer Kev and um, they were at like one hundred two point nine or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That dude actually did my wedding. He was a DJ at my wedding. Um, oh, that was him. Yeah, that's his podcast. They do. Oh, shout out to him, man. Yeah, uh, you can't make they, this it, it up. Seemed really good. Pod, podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. A nice, nice little title too, man. That's that's dope. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, he said on there, he was like, you know, man, like. Because I even when when he did our podcast when we you know on YouTube, uh, you know he put a you know the whole thing the barbershop thing, and I remember talking to him and he was just like yeah man I originally I was a guy I was trying to make beats and all that, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying and he was like I just remember I was at a, somewhere you know I think he was in Florida or something like that because he went to Full Sail in Orlando, and I think he said he was somewhere and he was looking at a guy and he said he was just fascinated by the cameraman. Just like, yo, man, what is he doing? And he said, when he seen it afterwards, he was like, oh, man, that's dope. Like, I'm going to try to do that. Mm-hmm. And he said that when he, you know, when he, I think he came back to Dayton or someone, what he was saying on the podcast, you know, switching to that. Um, he said that he was on there and, uh, you know, I mean, when he came back to Dayton and he, he you know, he could have got a nine to five. And he's like, man, you know, I could have got a nine to five and I could have tried to do this on the side. And But he was just like, man, I just had so much of a passion for it. You know, in short, not not verbatim, just not what he said verbatim, but this is kind of what I got from him. Like he just had so much of a passion for it mm-hmm. and that he knew this is what he wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And he knew like, man, if I go get a job, that probably would deter me for what my passion really was. And yeah. that was to do, be, you know, do video and, and, and be a part of that. And kind right. of almost like directing, like, you know what I'm saying? And that's just for anybody, man. And, and, and sometimes to take a risk, you know, I remember watching some, you know, and I want like, like I think Pe- Peso is very talented at what he does. Like, you know what I'm saying? Definitely. And Definitely. He, he uh, you know, he was talking about one time, like how he only had like, X amount of money in his pocket. It was very low, like 50 bucks or something like that in his bank account or whatever the case may be. And I thought, you know, I don't want to say I'm not throwing this business out there, but it pretty much he put it out in the video. So it's out there. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But he he said that and, you know, um, you know, and he he said, man, but he knew what he wanted to do. And it's the same thing with my my older brother. You know what I'm saying? And, and, you know, he, he pretty much has a similar story, you know. And and I just want to say, man, that's very motivating. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like to hear mm-hmm. that from them, um, because they got it in their minds to be like, man, this is what I want, and it's nothing else. Like you know what I'm right, saying? Right, right, right. I haven't told Pace with it, but I tell my brother this all the time. Like you're very blessed to be like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Don't take that lightly. Yeah. You're able to do. You're able to wake up and be a photographer and do something that you love to do every single day. You, you know blood, sweat, and tears, like, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, I just thought that stuck out to me, man, and, and shout out to Peso, and, and shout out to my older brother, Ronald, man, like, yeah. Yeah. you guys are motivating, man, and, and y'all may not know, but y'all motivating people behind your work, and just want to put that out there. Yeah, keep doing it, man, like, I, I told you, I've known Peavy since, 
I can't tell you how long I've known him, but um, I mean, like, I remember being in high school, you know, we had like a health class or something together. And he always had that, you know, like that uh, that glow on him as far as, uh, I don't know, it was just, you know, I just remember talking to him a lot back in the day. Mm-hmm. And he just motivated you, you know. And he motivated me, and I was older than him. You know, when you're in high school, you're like, man, I ain't – I ain't listening to that little kid. You know, you just a great yeah, hire. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, he motivated me, man. And, um, you know, just seeing his growth and, um, you know, just what he's doing, man. You know, I'm very, very happy for him, man, proud of him. And, uh, you know, I, I wish him nothing, nothing but success, man, nothing but success. And we got to get him on our podcast. I think we got to, you know, we told him and we seen him. We gonna get you on, but you know maybe we can. Uh, yeah, we talk about that up here. Like I think that'd be really good. I think if we could try to get him on, man, I think we owe him that one, man. Uh, you know, could we told him that we get him on here, and I think it'd be good. Yeah, like yeah. you know what I'm saying, and 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 um, and I, you know, I think what we're doing too, man. I think it's very positive, man. I think you know, Lord willing, man, we just keep going with this thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know what I'm saying, and we got we we got some some things developing too um, that I think uh, that'll help us get get to the next level and bring our audience a little bit more closer to us. You know what I'm saying, yep. and yep. and uh, you know, like I want to say, man, just you know, I guess this can kind of go into the positive season, but man, everybody find your purpose, man, no matter what it is, if it's. If it's purpose with your children, it's something that just make you happy. You have to, you know, this life already is is um, is taxing on your mind and your body and your soul and your spirit. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And and but it's something everybody have a purpose as something. If yeah. it's landscaping, it's a, if it's you know doing a podcast like what we're doing. If it's if it's taking videos or pictures and and or helping others and helping people with disabilities or or whatever the case may be, man. Like just find your purpose. And let that be your medicine for healing, right? Mm. Like if that makes sense. Like you know, what I'm saying if you if you're having a tough time in life, just try to find your purpose. Yeah. If it's church, whatever the case, whatever it is, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying. Mm-hmm. Um, find your purpose. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying. And 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 you know, Alex, I'll let you take the rest of the way, man. <laughs> like like my bad. Uh, yeah, like you, that, nah, this you, is your thing. You hit the nail on the head, man. That's uh, you know, purpose definitely and passion. You know that's. I, like I said earlier, those coexist. Um, you know, you got to be passionate about, you know, whatever your purpose is, you know. Um, so for positive seasoning, you know, I just want to say everybody out there, man, just, you know, pray about it. You know, if you – that's the only thing I can think of, you know, pray about if you're not sure on whatever it is you're doing, um, if you feel – you know, you ain't found your purpose. You know, pray for pray for wisdom. Pray for pray for that that purpose. You know, and um, I said last episode. You know, God gave everybody a gift, man, and uh, you know, it's, it's finding it and making that your passion, and mm. ultimately you'll find your purpose. So, um, you know, that's something everybody should do, and that's. Uh, you know, that's big. That's big for everybody. You know, no matter if you're a mom at home, you know, whatever it is, you know, whatever you love to do, do it, man. And um, Exactly. And it's not, and don't measure success on the amount of money. You know, I think that was a big, a big topic or a big point that you made 
don't don't measure success off of how many uh, zeros are in your bank account. You know, that don't you have all the money in the world and still not be happy. You know, exactly. Um, so we need money, but <laughs> right, know, right. You, you know, nowadays, you, need uh, yeah, you need it to survive. Yeah, you need it to. Um, you know what I mean to get to you know to you know for your family, but and you know still at the end of the day, man, you yeah. may take care of your family, do all that, but is that bring you self fulfillment? Right, right. And I think that's how you measure success, like yeah. within yourself. Yeah. It's like, man, what am I doing to make myself happier on a day to day basis? Right. And, uh, and I think that's what it is, man. I think that's uh, like you know that's what it is, man. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. For sure, you know man. For sure. And. You know, man. I, you know, I, and and I know we went on a couple, a couple rants. Oh, I know me, I did. <laughs> but forgive me, y'all. Uh, uh, and I did mess up. Now, Alex, A B. You know oh, what I'm saying? Did. Everybody know my name. <laughs> I, it's all right. I know, right? It's but right. um, man, I think this is a really good episode, man. I think this is uh, it's another one, man. Another one in the bag. And uh, Ken Griffey, man. Like, <laughs> not to get all like weird or anything, but man, I really appreciate doing this show with uh with A B, man. You know, I couldn't ask for, you know, a better brother and slash best friend, like Straight you know up. what I'm saying? And uh, you know, I think it runs deep for me and him. Mm-hmm. And uh we appreciate everybody listening. Uh Season Kings, man, and and you know, I I think uh in short for the message today, you know, you know, once again thank you, Nike and and and, and Cap also like uh you know, just standing up and for your rights. I think you're being um, leaders for all, not just one ethnicity or whatever the case may be, for all ethnicity. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? If there's ever a problem in anybody's community, they stand up for it and they're not afraid to speak out. And then you have some people behind you that can back you up, yeah. like some big dogs like Nike. Mm-hmm. And then uh, and everybody look for your purpose in life, man. It's very important um, to look for your purpose and... And, uh, and something you said, um, A.B., and I'll leave it at this. You were saying about prayer. Um, I listened to something. You know who Chris Pratt is? Chris Pratt is the yeah. guy. He's Star-Lord, or he played yeah. in Jurassic Park. Yeah. And uh, he, he won an award for something, and, uh, and he said something about prayer. And he was like, prayer is very important. Mm-hmm. Um, prayer is... Uh, you know, no matter you know what, what you believe in, whatever case may be, but you know, praying to our being, you know, if it's God, and you know, you pray and 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 you you build that relationship, and I think it's very important, man. And and I think uh, by doing that, you know, I think uh, Chris Pratt hit it on the nail yeah. uh, when he was saying that prayer is number one and, yeah. and believing in something, right? Yeah. And uh, we want y'all to do that too, man. Um, like we say, man, we love doing the show. How you feel, AB? Feel it was a good I'm, one. I'm good, man. I told you, Ken Griffey. <laughs> right, Ken Griffey, another one, another yeah, hit. Another you know what I'm saying? Hit. Another home run, man. For sure. Get out of here, man. We we celebrating at the home plate. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like word, like you know what I'm saying? And uh, we appreciate y'all that listen. And it's season kings all day, man. And uh, we ain't forgetting about you, ladies, even season queens too. So. Oh. You know, y'all be easy, man. It was a good one, man. And we out. We out. Another one, baby. Blah. Blah.